Hey friends, welcome to another episode of The Sovereign Life where we seek to inspire you to escape the mediocrity that has been normalized as success in this society and instead find true success. The success that is a life without regret. I, I, I keep working with that. You guys can let me know which ones you like, which one resonates the most because to me, it's hard to put into words what I believe now success looks like versus what I used to believe. And that brings me to the topic for today. I've been wanting to kind of revisit the title of this podcast and the word sovereign or sovereignty, right? Because as I continue to record this podcast, I believe it kind of evolves and I believe a lot of uh, what I end up speaking to are the the belief systems and um, challenges that I have overcome and am overcoming am or and also not even just challenges and belief systems but also the truths I am uncovering. Let's put it in a more positive light. The truths I am uncovering that give me so much more power and peace and joy in my life. And, you know, we hear all of these, these cliche things. We talk about freedom. We talk about liberty. We talk about joy. We talk about life is short. We talk about, you know, um, all of these different things. But I feel... I feel very passionate about this topic because in my year, my years of life or, you know, in the time that I've spent on this earth, I've come to realize that for many, joy and peace is more of the rarity and less of the common experience. And many people, although they might be successful by society's standards, are living in fear or misery or, you know, um, without fulfillment. And many people are still finding themselves in lack and in poverty. And many people that, that, do get wealthy and have everything in this world at their disposal, find themselves empty and lonely and lacking. And so a lot of times that's why we come back to these existential questions of what what matters, what is real, where did we come from, why, why are we even here, and what happens after we die? Is this life just a small fleeting moment of, of insignificance? Or is there something greater? Is there something more important to live for while we're here, more important to care about and to grasp in this brief sliver in time that we spend in a human existence between birth and death? And the older people get, I see that the the more most people realize the fleeting pleasures or successes or metrics of this world of society, um, they lose their allure. They lose their excitement and their pleasure. And the, 
more and the faster you get to these milestones and these ideas of what it means to be successful and what it means to be happy, the the quicker you start to realize that that none of this external stuff or status or, you know, a, achievement is actually what brings you peace and joy. And so then you find yourself in a panic sometimes. And, um, you know, we all deal with this in different ways. Some people find spiritual enlightenment. Some people change everything to go find another external circumstance so that they can seek the thrill again. You know, that I think that's why you see people have midlife crises and all of a sudden change everything, go move to another part of the world or find a new partner or, you know, uh, you know, buy a new car, get a facelift, whatever it is, right? Um, that's how some of us cope is like, well, the thrill is gone here. Let me find it somewhere else because we continue to, to believe that it's this external satisfaction, right? Some people understand that, no, none of this is going to satisfy me. And then they seek to find internal peace and joy and satisfaction. But that that's where that's where we have a lot of different options, right? Like, what is it? What does it mean? That's where we also have a lot of mystery. And so when I think of sovereignty, like if you look it up in the regular dictionary, there's a couple of definitions about kings and rulers. And then there is the definition of having complete and full governance over oneself or like just in general, right? And for me, in my journey and my discovery of life, I have, I would say there was a point in time when to me, this idea was just being independent of other people um, and of governments, of control, of, you know, of authority. And then it evolved into realizing that you're not sovereign unless you also have freedom from other people's opinions and other people's ideas of who you should be or what you should do. And then as I grow, the more I grow, the more my definition of sovereignty grows with me. And I then realized that you must have sovereignty of mind. We Very few of us do. Because we live in a society and a world where we are fed so many ideas and identities on a daily basis, whether it's from our social circles or now the internet, our political parties, our religious groups, all of these different places that we may think that we are, you know, that we are making up our mind about everything, but very few of us are, right? And I'm not saying that sovereignty of mind means that you don't agree with anyone else, that you have a completely different opinion or understanding of everything than anyone else. What I mean is that that you are able to think and believe according to what the truth that you know in your heart, according to where you are led and what truly settles in your heart with resonance as to what what matters 
and what is true. And so if an, another idea, even from your close friend or your political party or your religious group comes up that, that is combative with that, that's um, opposing to what you know to be true, you don't need to take that on. You have the sovereignty of mind to understand that you do not have to conform to other people's opinions and ideologies and you are able to consistently think and believe in a way that that isn't conformative that isn't in bondage to these outside worldly entities and by worldly i mean the ones within your you know your reality so to speak um and now i have come to the understanding and belief that the only way to achieve this kind of sovereignty sovereignty that leads to peace and joy and freedom from fear because i believe i believe that there's this idea of freedom that we hold where we're constantly having to fight for it um and you know depending on where you're from how you were raised what you believe what your ideologies are you freedom can look totally different to two different people right to some people freedom looks like um the freedom to to maybe abort their baby or the freedom to you know um i don't know like to be who they want to be in a social setting without judgment. And for some people, freedom looks like the ability to judge those people openly and say it right. Um, without getting canceled. So like there's two opposing sides that's just to show you the polar opposite ideas of freedom. So I say that to say that what we consider to be freedom when we're just stuck in, in this immediate world, we consider freedoms to be something that are external uh, that involve an entity putting some restriction on us or not putting a restriction on us. And um, we're constantly often seeing things as a threat to our freedom. And to me, freedom of mind, sovereignty of mind, and true freedom is freedom from fear and freedom of thought Freedom that can't be taken away from you and it can't even be taken away from you by the fear of it being taken away from you, right? By the fear of losing it. That to me is true freedom and that to me is true peace because in this world, all of the external freedoms shift and they move and our ideas of them change. But true freedom to me at this point is not... is the freedom from fear, really. It's crazy because very few of us experience that. And I'm not saying I always experience freedom from fear, but the more that I pursue that, the more that I see fear as one of the greatest enemies, and the more that I seek the greater existence, the divine nature of God, as the more that I see that as, as more powerful than the things that cause me fear, more powerful than fear itself, the 
closer I come to truly experiencing what it's like to not have all these fears. And I'm telling you that it is a different world, right? And I speak to this a lot because very in the very recent past and current, I have been on both sides of this equation. I have been crippled by fear, paralyzed by fear. And I have also experienced the freedom from those exact same fears. And so what I know and I can tell you today in confidence is that it truly is about how you decide to believe and experience it and see it and think of it and feel it. It's it's absolutely about that and not about the actual external threat, right? And so I'm kind of getting off on the topic of fear, but to me, as I kind of level up my sovereignty and my definition of sovereignty. And as this podcast evolves and I speak on this these topics more, I'm speaking so much on the topics of the soul and the mind and the heart and of God and a divine, our divine nature and existence because I have come to believe that that is truly the only path to real sovereignty. We can fight for sovereignty all we want. But if we don't, again, if we don't feel it, we're always going to be fighting whether we actually need to or not. We're always going to be seen. We're all, we're going to be trapped in the prisons of our own minds. When you're trapped in the prison of your own mind, you will always see a threat. You will always see a bar. You'll always see restrictions. You'll always see a box around you. But when you can truly get outside of this, this societal enforcement of restriction and fear, and you can especially get outside of your own internal enforcement of fear, that's when you start to experience true sovereignty in every area of your life. And it it starts to permeate everything. And your world changes because all of these external threats, they start to look small and weak in comparison to the power that you have by your side, that you have access to. And that is the only way that Regardless of, you know, I can, I can teach you and plan to have guests on to teach you and lead you in the direction of sovereignty in practical ways, you know, financial freedom, um, you know, educational freedom, the ability to travel and do whatever you want, um, the ability to, you know, live wherever you want or, be even maybe outside the some of the restrictions of your own governments, right? There are people that know how to teach you this and know how to do this. And these are things that I am learning myself. But I will tell you that unless you can achieve this kind of internal sovereignty, this 
oneness with the divine nature, the gift of God, you will not experience the freedom that you think you want. You'll never experience it. You will never, in all of your fighting and all of your achievements and your goals, you will always find that restlessness and that dissatisfaction and that need for something else. And that is the prison, my friends. It's the prison we've created with society, but more importantly, it's the prison we've created within ourselves. And true sovereignty is breaking out of both of those prisons, of all of the prisons, the layers of prisons that you have put yourself in that other people, you know, we're put in them from the time we're kids. So it's no uh, surprise that we continue to put ourselves in them. That's another topic. Um, but there is a release. And I just wanted to talk, I'm starting to lose my voice a little bit. So I'm going to probably cut this one off pretty soon. But I want to revisit the original purpose of this podcast because um, when I started it, I decided to just to just do it and to let it go where it goes and evolve how it evolves. And I find myself often on the topic almost sounds religious, like almost you know very often the topic of God comes in. But since that's flowing for me at this point, since I'm so deep in this exploration of finding true sovereignty, the sovereignty that means peace and joy and uh, liberty, regardless of outside fears and circumstances, I want to share that. And I want to share that with people that might have, might be looking for the same thing as me, might have been in the same prisons as me. It might be seeking that freedom. It might be seeking that fulfillment because I am relentless. <laughs> it, I've tasted it and I am relentlessly pursuing this, this understanding, this, this truth of what it is to truly feel that sovereignty in life and to feel more than feeling stress and fear and restlessness. I now feel love and peace and joy and abundance and sureness, confidence in what is true, what I know, who I am, who God is. And it's, I think it's the journey. I think it's the purpose and no, not everyone has the purpose to go deep on this and talk about it on a podcast. That's not what I'm saying. But like, I think in the end, through any means, because we're all called to different purposes in life, but most of them lead back to discovering God, discovering love, discovering what it means to truly be fulfilled and 
to live life in the way that we were meant to. So I'm going to end this so I can save a little bit of voice and not necessarily do a whole frog voice podcast. Um, But thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that this inspires somebody and that really there is somebody that wants and needs to hear this journey. And um, I'm here with you. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next one.